Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to the Beacon Church podcast. It's our hope and our prayer that today's message inspires you and makes an impact on your life. Our mission is to simply spread hope and love throughout this community. We hope you enjoy today's message. Hey, what's going on, Beacon Church family? I am so excited that you chose to tune in to our message today. Whether you're sitting in a crew watching this or you're at home or listening to this online, thank you. Thank you so much for checking us out, tuning into Beacon Church Online. Uh, We just want to be a network that resources you with content, encourages you, and helps to build community no matter what place you are in. So I'm really excited to bring you a collection of talks and as we get started, if you want to go ahead and grab a Bible, turn maybe to the version app on your phone, or you can check kind of the scripture that's going to pop up on the screen here in a second. We're going to go to the book of Joshua. Joshua, right at the beginning, Joshua chapter one, I'm going to read up a few paragraphs from Joshua chapter one and dive into the topic that we're going to talk about today. Joshua chapter one, right at the top, verse one says this, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aide, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people, get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them, the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I has promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon, from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the West. No one will be able to stand against you in all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Verse six, be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey my law. My servant Moses gave to you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Verse 8, study this book of instruction continually, meditate on it day day in and day out, so that you will be sure to obey everything I've written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Verse 9, we're going to end here. This is my command, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you for this word, this passage that we've read. Help us to receive what you want to speak to us in the next few minutes. We'll give you the praise for it in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, over the next few weeks, we are going to dive into this thought, the lies of life, the lies of life. I don't know about you, but there's always an area that we want to see breakthrough in. And anytime that we want to achieve breakthrough, anytime we want to get to kind of the next place, there's these random lies that start popping into our head. It's the lies of life. The reality is it's the lies of the enemy. It's the lie that the enemy is feeding you to try to keep you where you are. So in fact, I want to talk about that specifically today This lie that I think we all are faced with continuously is the lie that says, this is as good as it gets. This is as good as it gets. How many of you have said that this year? 
man, nothing is going to change. This must be as good as it's going to get. That's a lie. This is not as good as it's going to get. You know, when I think about the word comfort, immediately my mind goes to, to furniture. <laughs> maybe you can go there with me, like whether it's a bed, whether it's a chair, maybe it's, it's a couch. It's one thing for it to look good. It's another thing. Is it actually comfortable? Like when I sit in this chair, does it actually provide support? Is it comfortable or does it just look good? If it's comfortable, then it's going to make me feel secure. I can sit back. I can relax. There's one thing. If I'm comfortable, often I want to stay in the comfortable place. You know, if it's a comfortable bed, a comfortable couch, when I get cozied up in this couch, man, I don't want to get up. It's one thing to stay comfortable on a piece of furniture. It's another thing to be comfortable and stay where you are in the course of life. I don't want to stay where I'm at. I want to continue to strive for more. I want to continue to see success. I want to continue to see God's fruit and his faithfulness. And that lie that the enemy feeds us is an attempt to keep us where we are and distract us from where God wants us to go. Well, this must be as good as it's going to get. Whether you're facing an obstacle that seems impossible or whether you've looked at the current reality of where we are, kind of as a country and, and, and the world with this global pandemic that's been popping around and people are saying, this must be, this is it. This must be as good as it's going to get. It'll always be this way. I believe that's a lie. It's not always going to be this way. Yeah, there's a certain new normal to certain things, but the reality is there was always room for more. God wants to continue to do something more. So whether it's like your current stage of life, maybe it's your job, your financial situation, it could even be your walk with God. Don't ever settle for the lie that's going to try to whisper into your ear. It's, it's always going to be this way. This is as good as it gets. There's two variations really of this lie. One's kind of a, a good variation or so you would think is good. One is the negative, but they're both unhealthy. The first is thinking to yourself, because you've got all this success, because you've got all this achievement and money or whatever it is, you're sitting back and you're comfortable and you're saying to yourself, this must be as good as it gets. I've done everything I can. I've gone everywhere I needed to go. This is as good as it's going to get. And the other one is kind of accepting the current reality. Although you want to achieve more, although you want to grow, although you want to see victory, you're having a hard time. And so you think to yourself, I'll never get there. I'll never make it. This must be as good as it gets. This must be as good as it's going to get. Both are unhealthy. Both can get you into big trouble. Both are signs of complacency. I believe God is never finished working in your life. God is never finished working in your life. Here's the reality. If things aren't growing on the exterior, if things aren't changing in front of you, that doesn't mean growth is not taking place. Often what that means is God is working on the interior. God is doing things behind the scenes that we can't see. So just because I can't see it doesn't mean that it's not happening. And in fact, I like to think of it like this. God has to do a work in you before he can do a work through you. God has to do a work in you before he can do a work through you. Here's the problem. When I don't see things growing, and you can probably attest to this too, like when we don't see the growth, we assume nothing is changing or happening. 
When I don't see the fruit of my labor, we begin to assume this must be it. This is as good as it's going to get. Things aren't going to change. Things aren't going to continue to grow. I must have reached my peak. I must have just uh, stay right here and stop right here. This is as good as it's going to get. And it's easy to believe because maybe you've worked so hard on something and you haven't seen a return on the investment you've made. Maybe you've been praying and praying and praying, God, I I need this breakthrough. God, I want to see this. I need a miracle here. God, heal this, do this. And you haven't seen the prayer fully answered yet. And so you think, well, God, this must be it then. This must be as good as it's going to get. I'm not able to earn what you want to give me. So this is as good as it gets. In Joshua's case, here's an obstacle that is virtually impossible, impossible to achieve or to get through without a divine intervention. The Jordan River is like a creek most of the time, but at this current stage when God's saying, hey, it's time to cross and go into the promised land, guess what? It's at flood stage. The Jordan River is virtually impassable by foot. It would be incredibly dangerous to try to walk across it at this current time. So what happens? God says, this is the perfect time for a miracle. And God challenges them and God speaks to Joshua and says, I want you to cross this river into the promise that I'm giving you. I want you to face this impossible, impossible thing so that I can do a miracle so that when you get to the other side, you can realize it was me. It was God who got you to where you needed to go. Maybe there's something impossible that you're facing right now, today. But rather than stepping out in faith and trusting God for his help, his provision, we settle back and we think, I don't think I'm ever going to achieve this. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to cross this. I'm never going to see the breakthrough that I want to see. I want to help you understand that God's definition of success, my definition of success, are two very different things. Your definition of success, often it's a derivative of how much money and how many things we've accumulated over life, but that's not it at all. I think success is the byproduct of hard work. Success is a result of good habits. Success is the result of God's blessing in our life. Uh, Success is your ability to be content with what God's given you. Steward that well and let him use whatever it is that he has blessed you with. You need to ask yourself three questions right now. Because if you're facing this lie that says this is as good as it gets, ask yourself, what do I need to feel happy? What do I need to feel valued? What do I need to feel secure? Rick Warren, who is a great author and pastor, he says it like this, God's promise of success is not based on your ability. It's based on your commitment to his word. I'm going to tell you right now, this is not as good as it gets. This is not as good as it gets. God has more for you. In fact, he's got so much more for you, you can't even fathom where he wants to take you and the miracles he wants to give you. I believe it's time to turn your obstacle into your opportunity. It's time to turn the obstacle you're facing into an opportunity. Don't think for a second it's too hard. Don't think that I can't do it. Don't let the lie convince you to stay where you are. Okay, it's it's not over. It's not finished. This is not as good as it's going to get. 
God has promised more for you. You will reach God's promise. You will reach God's promise. What I love about Joshua is his commitment, his commitment to God, his commitment to God's word and to go where God has called him to go, to do what God has called him to do. There's three things that happened. God spoke to him. He heard God speak. He walked in faith. And guess what? Then he saw God's blessing. So so what happened is he heard it. He walked it. Then he was able to receive it. I'm going to say it again because that's the current reality. He heard it. He walked it. Then he was able to receive it. We like to skip the second one. We like to hear it and then just receive it. It's the walking it out that often gets us into trouble because we want to stay here and just see the miracle when God's saying, I need you to step out in faith. Faith without works is dead. Faith without doing nothing doesn't get you anywhere. So I'm going to hear God's promise, but guess what? I'm going to act on what he's calling me to do. I'm going to walk forwards, not backwards. Then I'll see the promise. Then I'll see the victory. Then I'll get to where God is calling me to go, but not before I take a step out in faith. I want to dissect this passage with you for just a quick second, because I think there are three promises God speaks to Joshua. And honestly, these are promises that God is speaking to us as well. Three, the first one is simply this, the promise of strength. God promises strength. He says in verse five, Joshua chapter one, verse five, no one will be able to stand against you. No one will be able to stand against you. You've heard it. Haters can hate. People can talk bad about you. They can try to take your blessing. They can try to say you're never going to amount to anything, blah, blah, blah. God promises strength. You will be able to endure whatever challenges you face because he promises you strength. There's no gym, there's no CrossFit plan, there's no private instructor, there's no, there's no diet that can give you the strength like God can give you. Let me tell you this, if you are a new believer, if you are on the fence about having a relationship with Jesus Christ, let me help you understand there is nothing, nothing in this world that can give you strength like what God can give. God gives us strength beyond what we can comprehend. God gives us strength in our weaknesses. God gives you strength to endure hard times and pain. God gives you strength to break through all of the things and to go where God is wanting you to go. Don't think for a second that God is not going to get you where he's called you to go. God gives you strength. God has given us strength. In other words, what God asks you to do, he'll give you the power to do. He'll give you the strength to accomplish no matter how hard it seems No matter how weak we feel, we can be made strong because of him. Listen to what it says in the the book of Psalm. David's running for his life. He's hiding and he's trying to figure things out, but he knows where his strength comes from. And he writes it down for us to read. And he says it like this in Psalm 18. Psalm 18, verse 1 and 2. I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer, my God. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. We can even go to the book of Isaiah, chapter 41, verse 10. It says, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. 
I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God promises strength. Second thing is this. God promises success. God promises you success. And he says it to Joshua in verse 6. You will be successful. If you're in a crew right now and you're sitting with other people, maybe turn to somebody next to you and say, you will be successful. You will be successful. That might have to be something you say to yourself every day. When you look at your current reality and things aren't looking good, you might have to look yourself in the mirror and say, I will be successful. I will be successful. God's promised me success. God wants you to succeed. But first, that means succeed in serving him. Succeed in serving him. He doesn't want you to be a failure. In fact, every time we fail, God still sees you as a success. Every time we fail, it's not how many times we fail or fall. It's how many times we get back up. God sees you as a success. God says you are his prized possession created in his image, and he wants you to have success in this life. Here's the catch. For God to bring you success, that means you must surrender. For you to see success, that means I've got to surrender. I'm going to surrender my plans. I'm going to surrender my dreams, even the things that I want, maybe the direction that God has called me to go, the direction that even I want to go. I've got to surrender this to him and say, God, it's not my will, but your will. God, bring me the success that you want to bring me not the achievements on my own. God, bring me success in the direction you want me to succeed. The third thing is this. God promises support. God promises support. Let's recap, and then we'll dissect this last one. He gives us strength. He gives us success. Number three, he gives us support. He says, I will be with you wherever you go. Verse nine, I will be with you wherever you go. The beauty of God is he's always with us. Even when we feel like things are silent, even when we feel all alone, God is with you. He says, I'll be with you wherever you go. And that's hard to kind of accept sometimes when we feel so lonely and in a dark place and we haven't felt like we heard God. I'm not hearing God, so is God even there? Well, yes, he's there. God is with you. He's right next to you. In fact, God lives inside of me, So I know he's with me. And if I don't hear God, then it's my job to turn to the words that God has already written down for us. His words in the Bible, the book that he's left with us, full of promises, full of support, full of things that will get us through every hard time. So although I don't maybe don't hear God, I'm going to go read God's word and read them out loud for myself to realize what God says about me. God promises support. I felt like no one cares at times. I'm sure you have. I felt like no one supports me and supports where I want to go at times. But you have to remember something. When everyone else doesn't support you, that doesn't mean God doesn't. Some people just don't see what God sees. So I can't go off of what other people want. I can't go off the comments on my page. I can't go off of the the things that other people are telling me. I've got to go off of the support that God gives to me, the direction that God leads me. When we first started this church, it was very easily, really quickly to feel alone and like we are on an island and that 
no one supports us because maybe no one's giving or this is happening and this is happening. And I had to realize, my wife and I both, our support and the support we get doesn't just come from people, it comes from God. And the success of this church is not, is not about what we can do on our own. It's about the success God wants to bring. We didn't realize in planting this church that only a year after we start, there's going to be this thing called a pandemic and it's going to completely change how we see and do church. And it's going to rip apart the current church as we know it. But many of us have had to innovate and recreate. And the reality was it birthed a new vision inside of my wife and I. A new vision that said, what if we can take church not to just be online, but to create a community around an online network that resources people in small groups and communities all throughout this country and even the globe one day to help people. God supports you. God wants to bring you support. And when no one else is cheering for you, God is cheering for you. It would have been easy for us to throw in the towel when things were hard and things felt silent and things felt like they weren't working out. We had to realize this was a God dream and it was a God vision. And I believe what God has called you to, he's going to get you through. And so we know that. And even today, as we're sitting and recording and as we're creating content, we know God is going to use everything we do for his glory. And we want you to be impacted so strongly by this. God has made specific promises to Joshua that carry on to you today. He's promised you strength. He's promised you success. And he's promised you support. Let me go back to Isaiah for a second. Chapter 41, verse 10. I want to read this as we conclude our talk today. Fear not, for I am with you. Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I'm your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. If you don't hear him speak, he's already spoken. So we can read his words for ourselves and know that he supports us, wants to bring us strength today. God has given you his word. God has promised you so many things. And I'll end on this quote right here. God's word done God's way will not lack God's support. God's word done God's way will not lack God's support. Whatever obstacle you're facing today, whatever things have been feeding into your soul and you've been thinking to yourself, this must be as good as it's going to get, she to take that lie and throw it out the window because it's not as good as it gets. There was always room for more. God always has a plan for your life. Where you currently are is not where God wants you to stay. He's promised you success. He's promised you victory. And whatever Jordan River lies in front of you today, this impassable obstacle, know that you serve and we serve a miracle working God that will get you to the other side. The end of the story in Joshua is, yeah, they make it to the other side. God does a miracle, and in fact, the river stops flowing long enough for them to go to the other side and make it all the way through, untouched by this raging river. And God will do the same for you today. Don't listen to the lie of life and the things that the enemy feeds you that are simply saying, this is as good as it's going to get. There is more. We believe it. The only question is, do you believe it? And will you receive it today? Come on, pray with me. Father, thank you. Thank you that you revealed to us your promise. 
Thank you that you give us strength. Thank you that you give us success. God, and you provide us with support. God, we know if all of heaven is on our side, we will not lose the battle. So whatever obstacle is in our way, we know you are working either in front of us or behind the scenes to get us to where you've called us. God, help us to ignore this lie that says this is as good as it's going to get and continuously push us forward to the promises and to the places you want us to go. God, we receive it. We love you and we thank you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. We love you and we can't wait to see you. Hey, part two next week, tune back in. It's gonna be an incredible, incredible few weeks as we unpackage this some more. The Lies of Life, come back and check it out. We'll see you later. Hey family, thank you for watching the message today. We hope it really encouraged you. And if you would like to give, please go online and click on the Give Now button. There you are able to give. We are grateful as you give generously. And more importantly, if you would like to stay connected to us, please visit our website. There you are able to join a crew of your choice. And we can't wait to know more about you. Stay connected. We love you. Peace.